You may have heard of CBD oil, a marijuana extract that has been touted as a treatment to many conditions, including epilepsy. I'm Bill Claproth, and on this episode of the Peds Pod by Labonner Children's Hospital, where pediatric experts explore topics affecting children's health, including complex cases and innovations on the healthcare horizon, we're going to cover the ABCs of CBD. My guest is Dr. James Wheelis, the director of the Neuroscience Institute and Comprehensive Epilepsy Program at Labonner Children's Hospital. Dr. Wheelis, thanks for your time today. Sure, Bill. It's great to be talking to you from Labonner Children's Hospital. So good to talk to you, too. So let's jump into this, Dr. Wheelis. I mentioned CBD oil is made from a marijuana extract. So what is the difference then between CBD and medical marijuana? This is a incredibly common uh, misunderstanding, and I think uh, the, the names that we use for marijuana-related products uh, create a lot of misunderstanding just in the world in general, because we have you know marijuana, we have medical marijuana, now we have CBD or CBD oil. Uh, so let me see if I can walk you through these, but um, historically, uh, the, the marijuana came from a plant this plant was bred uh, mainly for the marijuana component that was sold illegally in the U.S. Uh, And the the marijuana component has a long chemical name, but it's called THC or tetrahydrocannabidiol. But that's what people that use marijuana, that's the component that they want. They don't want any of the other chemicals in the plant. There are over 100 different cannabinoids in the plant, probably over 700 chemicals. The THC or the marijuana is the most common one in the plant, so people often just refer to the cannabis plant you know, by that name and just call it the marijuana plant, even though there is no such thing per se. CBD or cannabidiol, uh, what we're using now to treat epilepsy, is the second most common component of the plant. And in the past, people did not want that. They wanted the THC component, the marijuana component for its euphoric and other effects, and really just kind of discarded the CBD component of the plant. Uh, We now know that the CBD component is actually a fairly effective agent in treating epilepsy, and it doesn't cause any of the uh, kind of euphoric or kind of uh, getting high effects that the marijuana component does. So there there are two different chemicals. They both just happen to come from the same plant, uh, which is actually the cannabis plant, uh, but totally different in how they affect the body and how they work. So that's really good to know, and thanks for explaining that to us. So CBD is stripped of the THC, the stuff that makes you high. Is that correct? That's exactly it, right. It's a pure product. It has none of that in it, especially the product that is FDA approved. So how does someone know if this is right for them? Does this have to be prescribed by a physician? Yeah, so this is another area that's really uh, kind of ripe with confusion in the modern era. So the approved kind of uh, FDA pure product, it's cannabidiol oil, so it's a liquid product, and it's sold under the name of Epidiolex uh, in the U.S., is a pure product, nothing else in it. There are a ton of other, if you just go you know, to Google, go to the Internet, and just put in CBD, there are a ton of different CBD products that pop up all the way from liquids to skin creams to something you vape, you know, you name it. All of those other products that you can basically buy on the internet without a prescription or without seeing a doctor come from dispensaries. And the problem is none of those are regulated for content. So what do we mean by that? Well, 
some of those could have literally no CBD in them, even though they're sold as CBD cream, because the name does not have to guarantee there's any of that in it. I could call it Bill's cream. Doesn't mean Bill has any to do with it. Uh, you know, it's just it's just a name. Uh, or they could have some in it, so the consumer has no idea what they're getting. And then the challenge is, if it works, the next batch may have something different in it. So you really, you know, are in a you know conundrum as to what do I do. Now, that's the real advantage of our prescription medicines in the U.S., right, versus kind of dietary supplements like those are sold under or nutritional supplements. If you go to pick up a prescription, you know, for yourself this month and refill it next month, you know it's the same every month. You don't have to kind of worry about, oh, you know, how do I even know it's the same medicine? So this is kind of the Wild West then when it comes to finding this online or in stores. Is that right? You got it. It's 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 the totally the wild west. If you can order it online or you can buy it, uh, you know, at your hair salon, at your you know workout place, you know, wherever you name it, because they've got something sitting at the counter that says CBD oil, you have no idea what's actually in it. And I know a lot of people come into my practice and say, well, it says on the label this is what's in it. Well, that's what somebody's guessing it's in it, but it doesn't meet any FDA standards, and it's not even checked batch to batch to see if it's the same. So. You really have no idea. And unfortunately, we see a lot of patients uh, who bought an online product to treat their child's epilepsy. Uh, we saw them in a clinic, and we actually look at the blood levels to see if it has the product in it. Uh, they're undetectable. It really didn't have anything in it at all. Mm-hmm. So if it's prescribed, can you only find it in states that have legalized marijuana? Yeah, so great question. So the way it's prescribed now, Epidiolex is um, at the lowest schedule possible for regulated drugs by the federal government. So it's it's something that is through a regular pharmacy. It's a specialty pharmacy, but it's at the lowest level, whereas marijuana, as we all know, is at the highest level of restriction. It's treated, as we sit here today, by our government, just like they treat heroin. They're both at the same level and same kind of restrictions. Uh, so this is a medicine that if our patients have it, it's sent to their house from the specialty pharmacy. They get a prescription from the doctor. Uh, gets sent to them. They can travel about. It's it's just as safe as any other prescription medicine they're taking. There's there's none of the concerns that would arise if they were, um, you know, had marijuana in their possession. Right. Okay. So that's very good to know. So let's get back to epilepsy now. Can CBD treat any type of epilepsy? Yeah, great question. So when the drug is first approved, uh, we kind of study patients with particular types of epilepsy. So we know the most about those types. Uh, and then as it gets used, as you might guess, it gets used in folks that have other types, and we start to learn kind of more about it. So the kind of official approval, as we sit here today, is for primarily folks that have certain types of convulsive seizures. Uh, but we have a feeling it may work for other types, and we're just in the process, along with uh, kind of some other centers in the United States, studying that and trying to figure out uh, how broad a role it, it really may have across the spectrum of the different types of epilepsies that we see. So the next question then would be, someone might ask, are there side effects to CBD? Yeah, and we always tell folks that, you know, yes, the CBD that's in Epidiolex, it's it's derived from the plant, so it's it's natural. Uh, but even natural treatments can have side effects. Um, arsenic is natural. <laughs> so um, being natural does not mean that you, you know, may not have any side effects. In general, though, this one seems to have uh, very mild side effects compared to a lot of our other medicines. Usually the side effects are just relatively mild. Sometimes people have a little bit of upset stomach, maybe a little bit of kind of diarrhea or looser stools. 
if we're too high in the dose, they could feel a little tired, a little sleepy, but they're very manageable uh, type side effects. Well, that's good to know. And in our instant gratification society that we live in, how long does it take to see results from CBD oil? Yeah, so so this medicine fits right in with that then, luckily, because we tend to start people at kind of a low dose and work them up to the average dose over two to three weeks. Usually by the time we get there, they know if it's helping them or not. So the effect actually shows up pretty quick with this. So most folks, the good news is if it's helping you, you're going to know within a couple of weeks. If it's not, unfortunately, you're also going to know pretty quickly too. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I have to ask, is CBD covered by insurance? Yeah, so as we sit here today, most commercial insurers cover it. It is, uh, you know, obtained through that. The families that have um, state-based Medicaid programs for their children, uh, that varies a little bit just by the states because uh, some states have already approved it because their board meets regularly. Other states, the board meets less often that adds new drugs, so they just haven't looked at it yet. So there's a little bit more variability in that, but uh, it's easy to check for any of our patients. We just can basically figure out their prescription, uh, send it in along with their information to the specialty pharmacy that dispenses it, and they'll basically kind of run it through, if you will, and tell us, like, okay, is this covered or is it not covered? Well, again, very good to know. And this has been a very interesting discussion, Dr. Wheelis. Thank you so much. Very fascinating. And not the last we'll be hearing about CBD oil, I feel, right? I think you're right. Yeah, this is a compound just with everything else that's going on uh, with this plant. Yeah, there will be a lot of uh, still to go on. I think other uses potentially for the prescription one, and then, you know, who knows what will happen with the other stuff. (laughs) That's right. Stay tuned. More to come. Dr. Wheelis, thanks so much for your time. This is the Pete's Pod by Labonner Children's Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to The Peds Pod by Labonner Children's Hospital. To learn more about Labonner, visit labonner.org. Ready to hear more? Be sure to subscribe to The Peds Pod in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also check out labonner.org slash podcasts to view our full podcast library.